What is up, guys, and welcome back to the Sweat It Out podcast. Today, we have a special guest. He's a speaker, author, podcast host of Fuel Your Drive. You've probably seen him on Inc. Magazine, Entrepreneur, and New York Times. Please help me welcome the founder and CEO of Gym Guys, Josh York. It's time to sweat it out with Anthony Mendez and Josh Evans. What is up, guys, and welcome back to the Sweat It Out podcast. Today, we have an amazing guest all the way from Long Island, New York. He is the founder and CEO of Gym Guys. He's a speaker, author, podcast host of Fuel Your Drive. And you've probably seen him on Inc. Magazine, Entrepreneur, and New York Times. Guys, please help me welcome the one and only Josh York. What's up, brother? <laughs> Thank you for that, man. What's up? How are you, pal? Coming all the way from Strong Island. <laughs> that's it baby that's it that's it how have things been things are fantastic couldn't be better man honestly fantastic how about yourself pretty good pretty good we've been uh we've been grinding down here man trying to uh it's finally getting nice out here the rain stopped the heat's gone so can't can't complain definitely can't that's complain great. and i know you know that because you said uh, before we jumped on that you come on here pretty often so yeah i love miami yep absolutely ever consider moving Mm. <laughs> <laughs> maybe yeah. I don't know. Like maybe taxes yeah, will do it, right? It's uh, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of tough to li- to leave uh, to leave New York. I'm from Syracuse originally, so I I understand. There's uh, there's just something about living in in New York State. You know, it's it's hard to beat. But yeah, but you never know, right? You never know. Life will life will take you in many directions, but I definitely want to set the tone uh, today with the podcast by. Just being able to get a little background about yourself and um, how you started and what you're doing and how you were able to start the franchises and, and, and the business that you have today of gym guys. And then want to see how you were able to tackle that uh, with the way that COVID introduced itself into everybody's lives, especially as business owners. Yep, yep, absolutely. So, you know, I started my business out of my parents' dining room in 2008 with a laptop and a vision. I like to call that vision our guarantee. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. In 15 to 20 years, we will be the largest fitness brand in the world. The chances of that not happening, honestly, you got a better chance of getting hit, hit by lightning a couple times, possibly even seeing elephants fly. All right, we are disrupting the fitness industry because we bring the workout to you. And, um, <clears throat> you know, how it works is literally we come in our fully loaded, wrapped, branded Red Gym Guys van. We have every piece of equipment you could possibly imagine. 365 pieces to be exact. We like to break it down one for each day of the year, and we go out and provide our three C's, and that's convenient, customized, and creative workouts. And we do service clients anywhere, from their home, office, pool, park, place of worship, hospitals, corporations, senior homes, you name it, we bring the workout to you. Now, we are currently um, servicing over 700 cities. We have over 250 locations. We're in three countries about to enter into our fourth country and we're servicing clients now in 30 states. We've grown faster than any other fitness brand in history and we are the largest personal training franchise brand in the world. Um, How things have benefited us from COVID without sounding insensitive has been very beneficial because people have not been able to go to the gyms and I'm actually a gym person myself so I love going to the gym so but you know people needed to work out and a lot of people are not comfortable going to the gym. They did state that 60% 
percent of people are not renewing their gym memberships and you know obviously this is not going to be here forever it's going to pass especially with the vaccine here now and you know I, i'm thinking by march april normal life is going to resume but this is given a lot of opportunity for people to taste our service and really enjoy it and use it because at the end of the day we live in an amazon world if your business is not amazon proof you're going to die it's very simple convenience is a very important component and at the end of the day you know just look at how the world is just changing right everything's about convenience and people are naturally procrastinators so you know human interaction is never going anywhere people need accountability and that's what we do that's uh that's pretty amazing yeah that's that's unbelievable man i mean just to you know hear a little bit about the growth that you guys have had and and really how how far you've spread into into 30 different states that's that's incredible uh, you know kudos to you to uh to be able to build something like that, especially in the training world. It's not, it's, it is, you know, very competitive. Uh, and I, I kind of hate, you know, using that, that term because I feel like there's enough room for everyone still, but to, to be able to see that you've been growing so fast is, is amazing to, to hear. And I think that the, the convenience aspect that you, that you mentioned was a critical part, right? It's like, we, we worked in the, uh, in the one-on-one training realm for a while. And that was the number one thing, right? It's like, could you come to my condo gym? Could you, could you come to my house? And the answer I had for a long time was like, nah, I, I only work in this gym. I only worked. And then, then I realized like, if I started going to these people's houses, one, I could start charging for my time for travel and I could, you know, charge more for, for the, their convenience. Right. So it, it also boosted my, my own personal business. And I think that that's a huge part in it, right? Because we've mentioned it on the podcast a ton of times, personal training, especially in person, isn't going anywhere. We feel it's really beneficial for, a majority of people to still get that one-on-one in-person training. It is important to, as you mentioned, be able to, you know, see that person and, and feel like you're held accountable right at the end of the day. How has, how has the response? I mean, obviously it's been pretty good, but like uh, on an individual level, like what are some of the things that your clients have been saying about the fact that, you know, you do bring such a quality service right to their, right to their doorstep? Well, you know, our MPS score speaks for that. So, you know, our net promoter score has never dropped under 90. And uh, to even be anywhere over 50 is considered superb. Ritz-Carlton's at a 75. For those of you who are not familiar with the net promoter score, the net promoter score is a score rated by the consumer that goes out. And anything over 50 is just ridiculous. Like Disney's a 51, Amazon's a 65, Costco's a 69. And one of the highest scores out there is Ritz-Carlton at a 74. We've never dropped under 90. Our service is absolutely amazingly, um, you know, just 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 to, just impeccable at every level because we really pride ourselves in being very obsessed with the service we provide and what we provide to our clients. All right, well, absolutely, that's that's phenomenal. You know, and to go on and say that is is uh, definitely something to stand for. And um, you know, once again, kudos to you and, and your and your team and your business. Now, I want to ask you: in order to maintain that that level of service and and that number and those achievements and that quality to your clients. What's the biggest thing that you drive in your team, in your business? Because we all know that as you start expanding into other cities, into other, you know, countries, and you're there in Long Island, you lose some, you know, somewhat some control and you have to build, you know, your team and trust and build guys who are, can, can really replicate what you have done. How have you been able to do that to maintain that level of service and quality yet being where you're at now? I think that's going to be a, a lot of uh, value right there for our listeners today. 
it's all about systems, right? You have to create systems and processes and you have to have the right tools in place so you could scale. If you don't think about how you can provide scalability, you're never going to grow. And the problem is, you know, as a trainer, because I was a trainer, a lot of trainers think very small. They think short term. They don't think big picture. They don't think, you know, like who wants to be a trainer when they're 60, 70 years old? Yep. It's not scalable. A trainer and a doctor is exactly the same. A trainer without clients is unemployed and a doctor without patients is unemployed. You have to figure out how you could work on your business, not in your business. And that's about providing the right systems and putting everything in place so the business runs and it's able to scale. Definitely 100%. And I will tell you off the bat that one of my biggest things during this COVID was exactly that was build, building a system in order to run and, 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 get my business operating to where, where it needed to be. And I, and I realized that, especially during these times with the whole online space and what you had said right there about personal trainers thinking too small. And that was the number one thing that I think a lot of trainers battled going into COVID was that small mindset really hit them hard when COVID came because it was like, what do I do now? You know, how do I overcome this? So my next question for you would be entering COVID did you see an increase in people wanting to come work with you, um, new ideas, um, new approaches in the way that you approach the, um, the, the industry now with COVID? Um, how did that look for you and, and what have you guys implemented that might be new? Um, what are some of the things that you saw were like the highlights that you're like, you know what, this is going to be the future now based off what we've experienced? See, the, the key to this success is the person who can endure the most pain for the longest period of time will be the most successful. And if you don't like change, you're going to die. Yep. It's very, very simple. You either pivot or you die. Okay. When everyone was shaking and scared and didn't know what to do. See, look, I like to compare this to my ice bath that I take every morning. I've never missed a day, 29 degrees. I've tried to get it colder, but I can't every single day. I've never missed a day for three minutes. I even jump in there when it's negative 10 in my garage and I jump in that thing like a hot tub. Now it's taken years to train my body to do it. Just like you kind of can like, you know, obtain a taste for something that you start off that you don't like. And then after a while you start eating it more or drinking a shake or whatever it is, you just get used to it. Now, when COVID happened, a lot of people started reacting just like you react when you jump in the ice bath, like, you know, Oh, you're shivering, right? See, I, I do that for one second and boom, my mind kicks in. And I'm just good. Same type of thing I did when everyone else was shivering, my mind kicked in. I pivoted to virtual personal training. We added a new service, right? So we started providing virtual sessions and you know, who's going to do it better than us when we already provide, you know, in-home one-on-one sessions and we know how to do it, you know, added that technology to our platform. We had a new service and obviously once things started opening up, people just came back right away. We don't, right now we have like 96% of our clients training at home. Very few who are not comfortable do it outdoors. And in, you know, places that have warmer climates, they're training outdoors anyway. So it doesn't really matter. But at the end of the day, you have to evolve. If you don't evolve, you're going to die. People don't like change. Change has to happen. You have to be able to innovate. You have to be able to change. You know, and I like to always talk about Blockbuster, right? Blockbuster Video died because they laughed at Netflix, but they had that opportunity to be Netflix, but they thought that people are going to literally, if you read like some of like the highlights of why customers come to their store, it was like the most ridiculous thing ever, like to buy their popcorn, to read the back of a DVD of what the movie's about, like to bump into a neighbor. No, you have to be able to pivot and that's very important. And 
look, I talk about all the time, like I said, seeking discomfort. You have to seek discomfort. But when things like this happen, like COVID should be an advantage. Like people should be looking at this like, okay, you know, it's a very hard time, but you know, I'm going to make it through this because this too shall pass. And when I do, the next time I walk into my office on a Monday morning and someone walks in and just quits without giving two weeks notice, is it really going to affect you that much after being through something like this? No. See, tough times never last ever, but tough people do. And that's why I always talk about mindset, business, life. It's 80% mindset, 20% tactical. And if you don't have the right mindset, you're going to die. You're going to get crushed. 90% of people only do 90% of what it takes to get there. That last five to 10% is so hard. 99% of people fold like cheap chairs. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think that what you just said is absolutely tremendous. And one thing I wanted to touch upon too, when you mentioned how your business evolved, right? I think a lot of times when people think of like, oh, I need, uh, my business needs to change, I need to evolve, that they need to completely forget about the service that they were providing in the first place, right? And pivot into a completely different direction, right? So in terms of personal trainers, everyone was doing in-person sessions. Now everyone needs to completely drop in-person sessions and only do online. It's like, well, it doesn't have to be like that. Just like wh what you did with your business. You're like, okay, we're going to add services to our, our, our um, product line. And we're still going to provide the top level service that we've been providing with the in-person sessions. And I think that that's so important that, you know, times like this, like what we're going through in the pandemic, which is, you know, something none of us have ever experienced in our lifetimes. I don't think anyone's a hundred uh, that's probably listening to our podcast. If you are a hundred and you're listening to our podcast, thank you. Thank you so much. But, <laughs> but, you know, none of us have experienced this. So like, if you can just add a little something extra to what you're already uh, uh, providing and still doing the service at the, the that you were providing at, at the best quality you possibly can. I mean, that's a win in my books, right? And I don't think a lot of people look at it that way. They think, oh, okay, I need to completely switch from what I was doing into something completely new because, you know, the times have gone, you know, through this whole uh, chaotic experience. And I don't necessarily think it needs to be like that. So I'm, I'm glad that you shared that with us and, and we're able to kind of give some insight into, you know, how you can dabble in both. Yep. So there's My one, th there's one thing you said, and, and it's something that I, I always share all the time with my clients. It's super important. It's that mindset, you know, and, and, and that is the number one thing. And I tell people all the time that, you know, without the mindset, nothing else works. And the fact that you brought that up, I think it's super important because I want to know why on your end, your perspective, why do people lack so much mindset? Why do people have so much problems with being able to even increase their level of thinking, their mindset, and and be able to develop that and always knock it off as like, oh, yeah, that, that's okay, I got that. Or, that's the, oh, that's corny. No, it's not. But why do people knock it off? And why don't people put so much attention to it? It's Look, it's the way school's set up. It's the way you're taught. Sometimes, you know, parents are just taught certain things and they think, you know, Look, adversity is a great thing, you know, and tough times, bad times create animals, lions. That's what they do. But most people just don't, they just, they just can't handle it, you know, and most people just quit. Not most people, pretty much everybody. They just quit. You know, it's like, look, put, put a bunch of entrepreneurs in a room, very intelligent entrepreneurs. Okay. And just look at them and look at their bodies 
have them all take their shirts off and look at the one who's in the best shape. That's the one you got to watch out for because now you're talking on a whole different level. Okay. Because pain is great. And a lot of entrepreneurs can deal with pain, but try dealing with pain on a, on a, on a level, on a fitness level. Like, honestly, if someone was to do a cardio workout that I normally do, you'd have to have a defibrillator there. Like you would literally, you'd go into the, you'd go into the emergency room. You wouldn't be able to handle it. Like I am so, the things I do is so intense. You have no idea. Like, I mean, very intense. Like you have to wear masks in the gym right now. Like that's a joke for me. I used to duct tape my mouth before this. I was duct taping my mouth, just breathing out of my nose only when I would do sprints. You're ahead of the time with that. Nasal nasal breathing's uh, coming around for sure. Absolutely. But let me tell you something. Seek discomfort. That's why, you know, what they teach you in school is to be a soft, to be soft. It's pretty much it, you know, to be soft and, you know, be okay making $50,000 a year, $60,000 a year. Be okay, you know, uh, you know, if you, if you don't make the team and no, it's just, it, 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 the system's just all screwed up. You know, like I used to always just sit in school and just think about this all the time. Like this person doesn't know what the hell they're talking about, you know? And I just, you know, I just know all the time that I, or I knew, like I knew, like I just had the intuition. Like I knew that this just, you know, like I'm listening to people tell me that, you know, you need to listen to me and I'm going to be successful. That's like me giving you advice, how to have a good head of hair. Why would you take advice from me? You know what I'm saying? It's just yeah. not, you know, like you're not going to go up to a person that's overweight and out of shape and say, how do you get a six pack? You're going to come ask me or someone else who's in good shape. Mm. That's how it works. And at the end of the day, that's why school, school, you know, school and parents, you know, people who don't like to take risk, they're the reasons why people don't have the right mindset. Yeah. And you know, I'm, I, I'm already doing things now with my, my young kids that my parents never did with me and they don't even realize it. Cause we're having fun, but I'm doing things right now where I'm already putting them in uncomfortable situations and I'm building their confidence. These things are very, very important. That's how you build a good foundation. Yeah. And that's really one of the reasons why we even started the podcast in the first place, right? It was like, we saw how much of an impact having a strong foundation in, in fitness, right? Ha- being healthy, having healthy, uh, daily habits, making the right choices time and time again, right? In order to not only, you know, provide for ourselves and, and make sure that we feel good, but also to learn, you know, the importance of uh, delayed gratification and sacrifice, right? And a lot of times nowadays, I feel like, you know, we're we're thir- almost 30 and I feel like, you know, we're really one of the last generations. And I think it's even kind of toss up with our generation is like people who aren't in that frame of mindset where it's like, okay, I'm going to have to make a ton of sacrifice in the short term so I can get to where I want to be. If I want to lose 30 pounds, I'm going to have to drastically change a lot of my habits in order to get that six pack, right? As you mentioned. So I think we really need to drive that home that like, okay, you can, you can have those rewards, right? But it is going to take that sacrifice that a lot of people aren't willing to make, you know, unfortunately. Very true. So Very true. With, with that being said, I'm sure the culture around your business, I'm sure the culture around the energy with your clients <clears throat> revolves around hard work, revolves around that. So I want to know a little bit more about like, what is the messaging? What is the delivery? What is it that you guys talk about? Uh, knowing that this system out there is set for people up to fail and not be overachievers and not really fight for what they want. 
how do you deliver that message to your business? And what is that, that message exactly look like? It's very simple. Leaders will always create other leaders. That's it. And you lead by example. That's it. You don't, you don't sit here and have a course. You lead by example. That's it. I lead by example every single day. Very simple. And people know what's up. That's it. You know, you know, see overthinking is going to kill you. It's going to kill you. Too many people overthink. Mm -hmm. Don't overthink. Do. That's it. You tell me I got to get something done. I do it. I do it right then and there. That's it. You tell me to send someone an email. I got to connect with them. I do it right there. Everyone else wastes time. Procrastinate. Just, just a waste time. Just, you just have to lead by example and that's it, you know? And, you know, people might be listening to this and saying, wow, you know, this guy is so successful. You don't know anything. You don't know what, what I've been through. Stop looking at everyone's after. Why don't you figure out what it was to get to get there before? People keep getting tied into social media and 90% of the crap is fake anyway. Focus on yourself. Someone might do it in 5, 10 years. Someone might do it in 15. It might take you 30. Focus on yourself and stop getting caught up in all the rest of the nonsense. That's how leaders do. That's it. You know, it's like you see all these people like trying to be like these big time speakers and they've never actually done anything. They've never built anything. That's, that's the difference. You know, like I go on, I don't know, maybe 15, 20 podcasts a month. Why? It's taken years and years and years to get here, you know? Mm. And like, honestly, you know, I just, I, I just try to go on everyone's podcast because, you know, I, I like to get back to everybody. I don't even, I honestly, I didn't even do research on your podcast. I didn't even look, you guys reached out and I just respect you reached out. So I jump on here. You well, know? we appreciate that. Yeah, we Thank you. Appreciate yeah. it, by the yeah, way. We're, uh, whoa, 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 we're more than happy to have you on. Well, well, my pleasure. And I'm, and I'm happy to have to be here, but look at the end of the day, like, you know, people let their ego get into it too. You know, like, you know, like I was on Gary V's podcast and, and, you know, it was a huge thing and it took a long time to get on this podcast. And now Gary and I become very close and he's a great guy, by the way. But like, I feel like most people in that situation would almost like be like, oh, well, you know, I wouldn't do this podcast or I wouldn't do, I had this young boy reach out to me, 15 years old. He's starting his podcast. I love that. I will bet my life on it that people would just not pay attention to him. And that's what happened. Well, let me tell you something. I paid attention to him because I used to hate when people would not pay attention to me. And let me tell you something. He didn't know what the hell he was doing. And I felt his nerves right through the, right through the, right through the zoom. Okay. And I said, listen, let's stop. Let's start over. I'm going to tell you what you have to do. And I kind of walked him through the whole thing. I set him up with 22 of the most rock star guests you've ever seen in your life that all went on his podcast. And now you know what he's got? He's got credibility. The kid's 15 years old. I just respected the fact that he actually took action to reach out to me. So, you know, I, I'm not trying to shift off from the original question, but I'm giving examples like do the right thing. Yep. Yeah. Do the right thing. I like to always be a nice person. You don't have to be mean to get things. Just be a nice person because you know what? Doors will always open and people are always going to remember that. And that's what it's about. Yeah. And that's a really good point that you bring up. We, we talk about it all the time because we have a ton of, you know, younger coaches that come and ask us a ton of questions either about starting their own podcast or, you know, how to help run their business a little more efficiently. And we're always super, you know, engaging with those people and try to help them out the best they can. And it really does blow my mind because, when people aren't as receptive to helping others, because that's what 
we're here for in the first place, right? Like the whole part of the fitness industry is to help other people, you know, feel more comfortable with, you know, being in their own skin and progressing and in making the achievements they want. It's the same thing with what you're talking about with the, the younger kid. And the fact that he even took the risk, right? A lot of people, yep. a lot of people are so afraid to ask, to ask or, or take the risk. Very true. Think, yep. Thinking, thinking that someone on the other side is going to, uh, you know, have this bad opinion on them when really what happens when you take that, that jump of faith, right? That leap of faith, people who actually you admire respect you more. And the people who don't respect you when you take that jump of faith, you don't want in your life anyway. So you're going to end up, if you're smart, you'll cut them out. You know, you'll cut those people out. And the people that are still around you who are supporting you, those are the people that you want for the rest of your life. Cause no matter what you do, they're gonna be like, okay, listen, like, you know, I didn't do exactly what you did. You know, I didn't start, uh, uh, you know, go to your house gym service, but I do happen to know equipment provider, so I can provide you with like a discount and that'll help. You know what I mean? There's so many different ways that people yeah, reach course, out and that's, help. That's how the world works, man. You know, yeah. you could have someone who wants to buy a franchise. Like that's how the world works, you know? And at the end of the day, if, if serving is, is beneath you, you're not a leader. Yep. I'll tell you that right now. Yep. You are not a leader. Okay. You are not a leader. It's like you said, man, look off the bat. Number one thing. <clears throat> what's the first thing Gary V says is give, give as much as you can before you receive. And I think that's one of the most important things. And obviously, you know, you, you understand what they mean by the word give is, you know, obviously you give to those who you can tell they want give to those who course, you can tell that want to be better and are movers. And you said it off the bat, you didn't like people doing that to you when you were young. So why are you going to do that to others? And I'm a huge preacher of that. I follow that all the time. Like if you look at sure. my message, you look at myself, I reply to so many people, practically everybody. And especially those that I can tell that you're starting and you're hungry and you're reaching out to me and you're like, man, this guy's really supportive, engaging with this girl. And it, I want to work with you. I want to help you out. Like I wanted somebody to help me out. I want to help you out. You know, and I think that's super powerful that you said that because too many people get caught up in their own shit. You know, and I think Gary Vee says it too. You get high on your own supply, you know, and now you think you're beyond everybody. And, and at the end of the day, that's not truth. That's not true. And what you're doing there is you're burning bridges because you know what, guys? You never know who that person might become one day. You never know who that person might become one day. And that person one day is going to remember you for giving them their first opportunity and they're going to come back to you and you never know what that can do for you. And that's why I tell people all the time, like, you know, the way that you want to be treated, treat people like that. So, so what are some things like, let's, let's, for some of our listeners who might be kind of on the fence about, you know, taking a big risk, what are some tips or what are some pieces of advice that you can give them? you know, to give them some clarity on whether or not taking that risk, one, is, is what they should be doing, and two, how to get themselves surrounded by people, you know, like yourself, like us, who can, you know, help them out in the areas that they, they need help in and, and help strengthen the areas that they're already uh, amazing at. Just do it. That's it. You just do it. Let me tell you something. You should, oh, this is going to be the number one nugget you're going to get out of this. Always commit. Always say yes. I say yes time, when times I don't even know what I'm doing. And I figure it out after. I've closed some of the biggest deals telling people that I was going to actually be in town next week and wasn't even going to supposed to be there. And I booked a flight last minute. Just do it. And if you lose, great. Because WTF, you need to be willing to fail. 
failure is a really good thing and that's how you learn if you make the mistake again then shame on you but just do it and especially people who are young what do you have to lose you don't even have families yet probably you know you <laughs> right. might not even yeah, have kids right. like just do it that's it and if you're 60 70 or 100 years old listening to this you can still do it there's always opportunity people just don't take action you have to do that you have to take action that's the difference between what separates you know the winners from the losers and at the end of the day you can never ever ever stop a winner from winning ever just ever winners are just gonna always keep winning it's like you said, man, and, and it really reminded me of something because of somebody somebody told me. And the way that you said just commit, somebody had always said to me, just be there. Just be there. Just be there. If you have an opportunity, if you have the time for it, just be there. You have nothing else to do and somebody gives you some tells you, hey, come over here, just be there. And I think it's just so simple as doing that, of committing and just being there. That really is what gives you the opportunities down the road and the growth because it's not rocket science. It's not like I'll even tell you like textbook smart shit. I got nothing textbook smart to me, you know, but one of the biggest things that I'll tell you is that I'll be there. I'll be present. I'll commit. I'll show up. I'll work harder than anybody else. But I think it's that mentality that really what creates the winners who keep winning, you know, and like you said, the failures, you know, it's like I say all the time, failure is feedback. Failure gives you more feedback. The more feedback you get, the more you win, the more you succeed. Now, I want to ask you. Because something I see often, and um, I want to know why on your side, what do you think is the biggest reason, especially in the coaching industry, a lot of coaches who are tremendous at building their own bodies, sacrifice themselves to build their bodies, they'll wake up at any time, do whatever it takes, killing themselves, but they don't replicate that in their business. Because if they did, they'd be monsters. Obviously, there's exceptions, but why do a lot of them why can't they understand that transition of like transition this hard work into business and you're going to be successful? Some people just don't have it. They need, they need the support. They need the help. That's why, honestly, that's why I started the franchise because you know, there's great trainers out there, but they would love to clone themselves and they want to work on their business, not in it. And people just, you know, can't figure it out, you know, and that's what I've done. And that's what we've done here. And at the end of the day, you know, sometimes, you know, surrounding yourself with other great people, and I shouldn't even say sometimes, all the time. Yeah. That's what it's about, you know? It's about surrounding yourself with those right people. And, you know, sometimes people just don't even, I think the big mistake also, sometimes people just don't realize, like, there's so much information out there that you could learn, but they don't want to take advantage of it, you know? Like, you know, when I started this, you know, the, this was not going on. There wasn't, like, podcasts like this. Like, you know, there wasn't content out there where, like, you can listen all day long to someone telling you something about how they built their business. Like, people are giving out golden nuggets every single day. You can listen to hundreds of podcasts a day if you have nothing to do and learn and learn, you know, and everyone learns differently. Like, I, you know, I, I read books, but I, I much prefer an audio book. I just, I'm better when it comes to audio. I'm better just listening. That's how I learn. It's just easier for me. And I do it all the time. I'll do it when I'm in the shower, when I'm out of the shower, when I'm driving. I'm always just learning. I always want to learn. And people need to be willing to be a sponge and absorb it, this, this information so they can learn too. Well, and, you know, you mentioned winners are always going to win. And I think one of the things that you see in successful entrepreneurs in particular, right, is the 
idea or the concept that everyone just agrees with that you always need to be a student. There's always something that you could be learning about, right? Whether it be, okay, I need to learn a little bit more about marketing or I need to learn a little bit more about, you know, copyright or content creating or, you know, even the back end, like how to edit the videos or, or get how to better understand and clarify my message. Like being an entrepreneur, you need to have your hands in everything, right? Whereas I think if you work in the corporate world or, you know, where we came from working for Equinox, it's just spoon fed system, right? Where, you know, okay, all I have to do is go and sell some programs and then train the people. I don't have to do anything else. If you work in a marketing agency, okay, all I have to do is actually hit, you know, send on the ad for it to go to Facebook. But as an entrepreneur, you're forced, if you want to be successful, to dive into all that. And I think if more people took advantage of these quality content um, areas that you mentioned, right? Gary V, your podcast. What's your podcast called again? Fuel Your Drive. Fuel Your Drive. If you guys are listening to the podcast, make sure you check out the Fuel Your Drive podcast. Uh, as well, you know, podcasts like yours, Fuel Your Drive, our Sweat It Out podcast. I think there is, as you said, so much information out there, but people either I think are lazy, right? But I don't inherently think everyone is lazy. I just think that there isn't enough directive, right? Isn't enough direction as to like where people should go, how much they should be digesting, you know, what they should be taking out of it because. And we, we talk about it when, when you talk about, uh, like, going to fitness courses, right? Everyone's thinking, like, I need to come up with this magical thing that's going to completely transform my business. Like, no, why don't you just take away one cue from that, from that workshop, you know? Yeah. Why don't you take away one concept from, from that book that you read and implement that and see if that works and then move on from there, right? It doesn't have to be such a drastic change. You can actually make it in incremental steps. Um, one thing I wanted to ask you about, though, is, you know, you obviously have – the franchise model working really well. What are some of the benefits of heading down the, the model of franchises versus, you know, just kind of building your own uh, locations around uh, the country? A person is going to be a lot more successful at a franchise model when it comes to running the business because of the proven systems and tools. But from a corporate model, you could do it as well too, but you can't scale as fast. A lot more involved. You need a lot more capital and, um, it's a lot more difficult. So what made you choose? Was it that the reason you chose to do the franchise model? Um, did he ever think about doing the corporate model? How and uh, what kind of brought you down to that conclusion? Well, we actually do both. So we have corporate oh, okay. locations too. Yeah, so we do both. But um, I just like franchising because you surround yourself with a lot of great people. A lot of smart, great people. And everyone could, you know, add more value because teamwork makes the dream work. Very simple, you know. And as the business owner, right, like let's say I wanted to come to you uh, to potentially start my own franchise, right? As a business owner, where where is the real – I mean, obviously the system is in place, but what about having that system in place makes it so much uh, more attractive as like a business option than someone just going and starting their own model? Because franchises are, you know, a very successful thing around around the country and around the world. Yeah, well, the hardest thing is marketing, right? And that's the hardest thing. And a lot, even like trainers, a lot of trainers don't even know how to do it, you know. And um, business, some business people don't know how to do it. So, you know, it's it's in place for you. So that's obviously the biggest, biggest advantage. But also, you know, when I was sitting in my parents' dining room meeting people in, in, in coffee shops and for interviews, no one's going to take you seriously, right? You know, now we're, you know, 
with, with the largest personal training brand, it's a lot easier to hire. You have more infrastructure. There's, you know, that, that brand behind you, you know, being on the Inc 500, you know, what, what, four years, three years in a row, franchise right. 500, four years in a row. Thank you. You know, all that stuff just adds credibility, you know, but that's why, you know, the biggest key here is patience. You got to have patience. People think, people think these things happen overnight. Patience, patience, sit. So how long would you say that it took you for yourself to understand that you had something rock solid and special, that this was a business? Like how long? Day, day, day one, day one, I knew it, day one. I don't, as soon as you have a plan B, just quit. Just Love seriously, that. quit. Just, just quit, just quit. I, I believe in myself more than anything in the world. I have, I could sit here for hours telling you some of the craziest stories that you might pass out from or things I've done, <laughs> risks I take. I, I am one crazy person when it comes to it. That's how much I believe in myself. And I know when I'm in control, nothing's breaking ever, ever. Lo love, the, love the attitude, confidence, and energy, energy, man. My next question is for you is, obviously it, it shows all the success you're doing, what you're doing with your brands and businesses. Are you diversified into other businesses, into other areas? And uh, if you are, would love to, you know, know about some of those and dive into that. We're starting to get into some more, but a big thing that I would recommend is for you to stay focused. People need to be focused because people jump around too much. And I just did literally did a post on this the other day on social media, like two days ago. When you start jumping like crickets, it's over. It's over. You can't, you can't achieve success trying to do 10 things. Do one thing really, really good where you're doing very well and making good money and you're successful and you have the right systems, the right references, cross, you know, checks and pro, you know, uh, from the progress side and, and all that stuff. And uh, when it's on point and it's in the system and it's there and you know you could step away, that's when you move on to the next thing. The problem is too many people do too much at once and that, that's caused, that caused you to fail. Because you, you take it. away, because you take away the focus on what's important to try to do something else and thinking they could both work at the same time, impossible. Yeah, it, it always blows my mind. I always laugh when uh, people tell me, oh, I have like three or four side hustles. I'm like, well, it sounds to me like you have nothing. You know what I mean? If you have, if you, you know, work at Trader Joe's and you have four side hustles, like you don't have anything. You're not, you know, like you said, you're not focused. You're not, you know, there's, there's no singular goal that you're trying to strive towards. You're, you're pulled in too many different directions. And I think allocation of time, right, really starts to play a role there. What would you, how, how would you, help people right like what would you say to someone who was in that situation was like okay well i have this business i don't really know if it's what i want to do or or if it's something that i think can be lucrative and i and a venture that i want to head down how do you help people figure that out well number one you got to have passion for it that's number one if you don't have passion for it just don't even do it because if you don't love it forget it you're done that's number one number two is it solving a problem is it making something better? It, you know, is it, is it going to really be a product or service that's going to be able to provide good value to people that they're going to enjoy? That's very important. And the last thing is when you look at this is, you know, is it something that you could look at where you can actually say this could be huge and you could scale it, but no one's going to make that answer, the answer to that question, but yourself, you have to believe in it. It all starts with you. You know, now, like what I did was very difficult because I created a new category, never existed before, you know, and the people are trying to copy now and there's copycats out there and that's great, but very easy to say, not so easy to do, you know, and, uh, you know, people like to, you know, come on board and, and, and try to, try to, try to do that. And that's fine. You know, it's like, 
I don't pay attention to any of that. I don't have time for any of that type of negative, negative stuff. I just focus on the business, myself, my team and moving forward. And, uh, you know, for someone who is questioning, you know, should they go out and do it? It all starts with your belief system. Very, very important. And you got to think is, is this, is this really going to be able to be scalable? I absolutely love what you said right there because you being the business owner and like you were saying, yeah, copycats, people trying to model what you're modeling. There's always going to be all that, a lot of that stuff going on. And I think that happens a lot of, a lot of times with business owners who start first in something or second, and then they start worrying about, Oh, who's this guy doing what I'm doing, this competition coming in. And I think people forget to put those blinders on and just keep moving forward the way you do with that attitude, that confidence, that energy of knowing that we're the top of the game. We're the leaders. We've been the leaders. We're going to keep continue being the leaders because that's what I believe in. And I know what I'm worth. And I know that even if this person might, yeah, they can emulate some of the similarities and do a similar model, but we know what we provide as a service, as a company, as a culture. And I think that if people approach their businesses, their life with that attitude more, I think you'll start seeing people just, their confidence go up, their level of success, their wins, and the happiness in their life just increase dramatically. Agree. 100%. Yep. So with that being said, man, what is the next big thing for gym guys? What is, are there any new additions? Is there anything that we should be looking out for, for the people to look out for? Is, um, is there any new concepts that are going to be added to um, your brand and business? Feel free to plug, plug the business Go as ahead. well if you want. Yeah, well, we're, we're actually launching our food now, so food is going to be coming out. Uh, we just partnered with the largest organic food company in the world. Incredible. And, uh, yeah, so that's going to be huge for not just our clients. Anyone can obviously order this food, and that's going to be awesome. – and the food and the food is just delicious. comes right to you, ready to rock and roll. Um, delicious. So that's, that's big. And um, honestly, I'm just getting started. I'm just getting started. So uh, we're going to keep growing, keep expanding. Uh, we're opening in another country soon, so that's exciting. So we're going to continue international expansion as well as domestic and uh, just keep providing great support to our franchise family members and, you know, make people, you know, have successful businesses. That's, that's the goal. I think, amazing. you know, a, a big a, a big way you can scale your business, right, is to add these sort of uh, accessory products right like you mentioned food you have the training business what's a good thing that everyone's always looking for food right anytime someone's talking about scaling a business one thing i always say is like okay well think of your business as a tree right like you have the main trunk that's your main product whatever the service is and then start to figure out what exactly people need that correspond to the main service that you provide right whether it be okay maybe people like to take supplements i mean i'm not a, a huge advocate of you know just pounding supplement pills left and right but there's a time and a place for them. And if you think you need to use them, great. I want to be able to provide that service for you and tell you where to get them. And believe it or not, you can, it's called affiliate marketing. You get kickback from that, right? If I, you know, really preach recovery, which I do, I want to make sure that I have recovery tools available to them, which I can also get a kickback from. So there's a ton of ways that you can scale your business without having to deviate really from that main product. Right. And I think that that's something that you just, uh, you know, displayed. You, you said that you always like to, uh, you know, move and show uh, your expertise through action. And, you know, that's a great way of doing that. 100%. What's, uh, what's you know, how, how do you figure out where, you know, maybe there's a, a branch of that tree, so to say, 
that you can venture down? Like what are there certain things that you look for? I know you mentioned like, you know, filling a need in people's lives, but is there anything like special about, you know, the actual uh, service that you're providing that kind of fills that need or, or the product itself? Like what about the things that you do that kind of help branch off your business and, and to help them expand? Like what about those services or products that you're like, okay, I need to include that in, into my business. Yeah, well, it's just aligning with what's in the wheelhouse, right? You got to make sure it aligns with your business and it makes sense. You know, that's the most important thing. Just got to make sense, you know, and, um, you know, I also want to be very clear, you know, this took me 13 years to add this in, you know, it's not, you know, and this is not like a, you know, hey, call Joe, Mr. Joe or Mr. Smith down the block and, you know, you can order your meals. This is like, this is like very legit with technology and implemented right. through our site. And, you know, so things take time, mm-hmm. but you got to perfect what you're good at first before you can start adding other things into the mix. It's like it goes back to what you said, you know, pe- too many people try to focus on way too many things and you got to focus on your, 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 your main source first, build that up to, to practically perfection, obviously, you know, as best as you can. And then from there, you can add on to your different, you know, add different components onto that main source. And I think that that's going to be one of the biggest takeaways um, today as well for to keep people on track and, and locked into that one thing, get that one thing going, work on it for a while. Shoot, you said how many years? 13 years? You know, like, goes to show the dedication, the patience, the time, the effort, the, the belief that you've put into your business and why you are here today. And that's truly inspirational and definitely is going to inspire a lot of individuals, coaches, um, and other listeners here today. Uh, before we wrap things up, um, I want to take some time just to, to, to have you on the floor and, and let people know where can they find you, um, you know, where can they look up your brands, your podcast, um, what's the easiest way to reach out to you? If you just Google handsome, just type in handsome. <laughs> I, just, I, I love that. <laughs> I love that. That's uh, awesome. Now, you, you can visit gymguys.com um, for franchise information. You can click on franchising. You can search me on online, Josh York, uh, Josh York GG on Instagram, TikTok, uh, you know, and uh, that's pretty much it. So, guys, you heard it. The next brand is going to be handsome, guys. <laughs> it's not a bad tagline. Right? It's pretty good. <laughs> um Josh, any questions? I know I got a few. No, I think that fire. I think that this was awesome. Uh, I know Anthony, like you said, has got a couple of rapid fire questions he wants to ask you. I just want to say one, you know, you got the greatest name in the world. So kudos yes. to you Two, You know, thank you for coming on, sharing your message. And, and three, you know, thank you for being there for, you know, the younger generations that are coming forth and, and really, you know, doing the things that most people wouldn't do, you know, taking the time where you know that you're not going to get any ROI from it. Right. But other than, you know, helping that person. And that's how we're going to continue to move the field forward. That's how we're going to continue to grow, you know, the fitness industry as a whole. And we wouldn't be able to do it if it weren't for uh, people like you. So thank you for for everything that you do for the industry. Really appreciate it. Appreciate that. Thank you. And, of course, anything we can do for you, we've always been happy to help you out. Appreciate that, bud. No problem. All right. So I'm going to hit you up with some little quick rapid-fire questions, and we'll wrap things up from there. Sure. All right. Number one. If you had to pick one fitness tool and you can only pick one, which one would it be? One fitness tool, like a, like a piece of equipment? Yeah. yeah. A barbell. Boom. Number two, what was the biggest obstacle you had to face in your business? Trying to make payroll every single week for 10 years. That's a great so, answer. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Number three, what's the craziest experience you had? I know you mentioned you had a few, but what's the craziest experience you ever had 
um, in any of the businesses that you've started and have tried to build and or currently are building? I was in a casino one night. I almost put my life savings, obviously, reds are color, on red just to make payroll. Ooh. Wow. Payroll again. Almost? The payroll. You didn't pull the trigger on it? I didn't do it. I can't <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll yeah. well, you back. Nah, just a really stupid idea. And I was able to, I gave a lot of free sessions away and I was able to raise, I only needed 20 grand at the time. I was able to raise 40, $46,000 overnight. Wow. Wow, dude. That's awesome. Not many people could say they do that. Next question. What is the one biggest thing you want to see change moving forward in the fitness industry? Um... Change in the fitness industry. Um, Good or bad? I just, I, I wouldn't say so much change, but just more positivity. Just continue with positivity, right? Because that's where it's all at. Positivity, you know, and, um, you know, fitness people in general are just strong-minded people. And the more that we can put out there on a the positive side, the more it just inspires other people. Love it. And last question. What's the biggest piece of advice you can leave off to all our listeners today? The biggest piece of advice I can leave off to listeners is to believe in yourself. That's it. You guys heard it. Believe oh, yeah. in yourself. Josh, thank you again. Till next time, guys. Thank you for listening to Sweat It Out with Anthony Mendez and Josh Evans. Enjoyed this episode? Make sure to subscribe, rate, and leave a review.